the Small Business Show, episode number 67 for Wednesday, May 18th, 2016. And welcome to the Small Business Show here at businessshow.co. Here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How goes it out there, man? It goes. Uh, I'm having a, a, a better week this week than last week. It's not fully recovered to baseline yet, but it's yeah. better. How about you? Yeah. Uh, you know... Marginal, uh, okay. you, you know, we're, we're knocking some things out and, uh, solving some problems and, uh, others, you know, rear their ugly heads, but you just, you power through it and, uh, you, you got to keep moving and, uh, circle back when you need to, to solve other things, but, but moving forward has served me well. That's the and trick. That, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. You can't stagnate. You can't sit and, uh, focus too long on, on one issue. You got to just try tweaking things and, uh, seeing how they address, uh, uh, you know, the, the problem. And yep. if it doesn't work, try something else, yep. you know? Yeah. That, so. There's a trick to that. Um, and, and what you said is key is not over-focusing, not obsessing on, yeah. on one thing because there, when you're, especially when you're a business owner, there's a million things that have to keep happening and it's really easy to lose focus, uh, on, on, or to have too much focus on one thing and, and lose sight of everything. So yeah, that's good advice. It yeah. is. Yeah. And, and, you know, tackling problems. Um, one of the things that serves me really well is putting things in perspectives, uh, and really being able to, okay, what's the, you know, what's the worst case scenario here or how do we do this? And, and not like you said, not, not getting overwhelmed with, uh, that problem to the point that it kind of, you know, freezes you up from doing other things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, it comes down to that. You know, I always make that comment. You have to be somewhat delusional, to be really successful in business. But what I really mean by that is like, like today I have some, you know, massive issues I have to deal with, uh, before I get, you know, Hey, I got to go record and you have to be able to drop those things off your radar, uh, for a couple of hours, like to sit down and do this show, yep. which, you know, a big part of doing this show for me is it really energizes me. I get to talk to you. We can talk for a while before we go on and what's going on. You're, business my you know this kind of thing yeah uh, and you know we get to hear listener stories do the interviews and it really charges me up and re-energizes and, and uh you know keep keeps me going forward but if i was and and believe me there are times at you know an hour before we record where i'm thinking oh man not today i can't you know i did but you, you just you have to you know you just yeah. keep moving and separate and stepping back uh from those things it it just you know, gives you a little distance and also allows you to maybe look at the, that problem a little differently or in a different fashion. Well, this and, is, this uh, is what we know. talked about a couple of weeks ago where, you know, talking about having those anchors in your day, right. Yeah. Where you have to, you know, do something at a certain time or at least have to spend a, a certain amount of time doing something. It can force you to, a, I mean, we talked about it in terms of efficiency, but you know, that efficiency kind of spills over into everything else. If you're not, it, you can spend all day obsessing over a big problem oh, and, yeah, you know, and that's one of the reasons that I'm uh, a big fan for myself of doing podcasts with a, a co-host because oh, sure. if we, if, you know, there have, I'm I, maybe today's one of those days, I don't know, but 
if if either one of us was doing this show alone, it it makes it too easy to say, oh, you know what? I, I can't do a show in an hour. I got to right. I'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And, sure, then, the, and sure. then what happens is you put out two shows a month instead of four and a half. And yeah. now you've got a much bigger problem on your hands because we're not serving you our audience. So that's right. It, no, the consistency, it, 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 it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is a good thing. It's, yeah. it's, you know, holding each other accountable and, you know, we've talked about partnerships before, you know, I always use that adage, you know, that the two people that go to the gym and when they leave the gym, they hand each other their gym bags. Yeah. So, you know, you have to come back, you know, whenever your next time or whatever is, cause you've got the other person's, uh, yeah. You yeah. Know, you're gear. committed to it. Yeah. yeah. You're committed. And that's a, that's a really good thing. And, um, you know, for, uh, for me, I I've just realized lately is one of my issues is I'm spending too much time behind my desk. And, okay. Uh, for me, uh, uh, just, just talking this through, just realizing that is, so my, I've got to commit here to, uh, get myself out a little bit more and, uh, push out into some, you know, even just walking around or getting out of the office a little bit more and, uh, uh not being behind my desk solely focused on solving issues and, and, uh, and missing, sometimes missing the forest, uh, uh, you know, for the trees, so to speak. So, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, it's all good stuff. So, cool. um, yeah. So, Hey, you know, I, I posted you, I sent you a little link earlier today. There's some, there's some stuff in the news. You know, we had a show, uh, I guess a couple months ago where we talked about the minimum wage and the, this $15 an hour push. And, you know, we, we had different, we try to be, um, I mean, we're always coming from a perspective of, uh, of a small business owner, but you know, trying to be somewhat subjective where you can at least, uh, understand the pros, you know, and cons of each side. Yeah. And we actually you know, got a lot of good feedback on that uh, minimum wage episode. So yeah. thank you folks for that. Yeah. And, and actually I, I feel like I was enlightened by you folks about some things with the minimum wage. I mean, it's, it was actually kind of interesting to see some of these studies that were done that showed that, you know, it did at least in small areas, it works. So. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think that there's really something to be said for, Anytime you you do things like this or the government does, you know, there's always going to be, uh, uh, you know, a segment of the population that's going to, it'll you know, doom and gloom. It's not going to work, you know, this kind of thing. Right. And and I think it was a great conversation. It was up on the, the Facebook page, right? Yeah, um, that's right. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It sort of spilled over from the show. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you search, you know, or facebook.com slash business show.co you'll you'll you can go up there and read those comments from some of our uh some of our listeners i'll, I'll so put a link good. to the the direct uh the direct thing in there for good, the, good. In the show notes yeah yeah and so today uh, uh you know the the labor department of labor made some announcements in the white house you know together uh which is uh, in a similar minimum wage or wage related uh announcement um related to overtime and to how that's handled, whether you are a salaried worker that does not qualify for overtime or you are an hourly worker that gets paid time and a half uh, after a certain length of time. Now, it, that kind of changes. I don't know what it is in your state, Dave, but in California, it always every few years, it, it kind of changes. It's either eight hours in a day. Yeah. After that, you get time and a half. Or for a while, it was 40 hours in a week. Anytime after that 40, you got time and a half. And, That's right. Uh, so it kind of goes back and forth depending upon, you know, what the, what the laws are, who's in office. And yeah, um, I yeah, thought we yeah, chat. It yeah, yeah, it changed. I thought we chat to, for a few minutes about this new um, law with we effectively stating now that if 
anyone that makes below $47,476, I don't know how they came up with this exact amount. Um, if, if you're making, uh, let me make sure I'm reading this correctly. Uh, if you're making below that amount, you are going to qualify for overtime pay regardless okay. of your duties, uh, and what you do, whether you're a supervisor, manager, you know, this kind of thing, uh, that used to be $23,660. And, and so, you know, it hasn't changed in a long, long time. And, uh, I think 2004 was the last time that they, they was updated. Okay. That's the justification for such a big jump, you know, over double. Sure. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when you read into it a little more, it has a lot of impact that, you may not, you know, uh, consider not, you know, the pros, one of the biggest, you know, from the department of labor standpoint in the white house in the Obama administration was that, look, there's a lot of companies that are just classifying these folks as salaried workers to get around having to pay them overtime. Sure. And, you know, we, I think we can all agree that that's not right. That's and not cool. Right. Not yeah. cool. And, and it's taken advantage of your employees and, you should stop that, you know? Yeah, so this right. is, I think a, a big way or a hammer that, you know, addresses that, you know, that, uh, issue and you know, the, what the labor, yeah, because it labor, doesn't matter what you're cat, what you're classified as it matter. It's your salary and that's it. That's right. That's, that's the that's metric. The yeah. yeah that's the sure main metric. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure that uh, I'm, there's some more nuances to this. Well, of course we, there's loopholes, Shannon. Of yeah. course. And, yeah. And we'd love to hear, you know, if someone out there that knows, and I'm guaranteed there's somebody that knows more than I do, yeah. you know, uh, reach out to us at, you know, feedback at businessshow.co or give us a call or a text, uh, leave us a voicemail, 401-472-4249. We would love to feature, you, you know, some comments that you, uh, that you could have, you know, that you make on the show. Um, so that, you know, and, and the goal, I understand the goal, uh, we're trying to lift the middle class, increase wages, uh, over time. So these folks that certainly there's people out there working 50, 60 hours a week that should be getting some overtime. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've been reading a few articles today and, and looking at the pros and cons and, and I get it. And, you know, and one of the big things that struck me is, you know, we talk about flexibility all the time on this show and how you as a business owner, you may not have freedom, but you certainly have flexibility. And, and we, and I think you'd agree, Dave, it's actually oftentimes far more valuable to have that flexibility. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, obviously I think it's far more valuable. Otherwise I wouldn't still be running my own business. Well, seriously. I mean, you know, because it's not all roses all the time. (laughs) All you have to do is listen to last week's show. You know, (laughs) you can hear us kind of kvetch a little, but, but that, that flexibility is key. And it, you know, before the show today, we were talking about, you know, our, our charmed lives and, and it, and there is no question uh, in our minds that we each of us, we live charmed lives. But, you know, you, you said something, my charmed life is under attack. Now, I mean, I, I know what you were saying when you said <laughs> right. that, but, uh, and, and, but it, it's that flexibility, right? I mean, that's the thing. I work hard every single day to preserve my ability to have that flexibility tomorrow and a year from now. I mean, that's right. really the key. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a huge benefit of, uh, you know, running, running your own businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a and, huge benefit. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the article I read, you know, in, in the New York daily news and one of the articles I was looking at, they mentioned this loss of flexibility. 
is when they reached out to a number of employers and large and small companies, it was that, well, when you convert a salaried employee to an hourly employee, there that employee will lose a significant amount of flexibility because typically the salaried employee is is really uh, ideally they're being compensated on how their department does or how performance of the company um, and they have certain job duties and usually uh, th- there's not somebody tracking their time and you know just hey get the job done do it right and you're you're fine and that may take one manager, you know, 60 hours a week where another manager may be able to knock it out in 35. Yeah, that's uh, right. And, and so the, the several companies made comments. It's like, well, now that we're going to have to convert these uh, folks to hourly wages, they, they will lose that flexibility because we have to monitor it. Uh, of course. To keep the, to keep the overhead, uh, the overtime pay down or at least approved. Appro- um, appropriately approved. Yeah, appropriately of course. Appropriately approved. So it doesn't go off the charts. Yep. And, you know, for me, that's like, wow, man, that's a big, you know, uh, a red flag there is losing that flexibility is, I think, going to be challenging for some some folks. Um, that's true. Yeah, a, because, right. Yeah. I mean, it, the flexibility is not reserved just for business owners. That, no. I mean, there are many positions that offer similar flexibility. In fact, the sales guys that work for me, I, I mean, we, you know, they basically clock in in the morning and clock out in the evening. but. It by no means is that a hard and fast rule. And if, right. you know, one of my guys coaches baseball and so sometimes, and today's one of those sometimes, you know, or actually yesterday was one of those sometimes, he has to take off a little early because he's going to coach kids playing baseball. And I know he'll make up whatever missed of work. Course. I mean, it, yeah. it, you know, I'm not worried about the number of hours he puts in. I'm worried about the, the results he delivers. And You're so worried is about he. Results, right. That's it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. And, and so he's got tons of flexibility. And in fact, he tells me it's one of the biggest benefits uh, we offer him here. Uh, he's yeah. like, you know, I probably could make more money for some working for somebody else. He's like, but look at what I have here. This is killer. Like, yeah, I yeah, know. That's right. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> yeah. It's very, and he doesn't say valuable. that asking for more money either. I'll no, point no. out, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. not like okay. I, well, if I could, he like he's perfectly honest about it. Like, I know I'm not going to get this gig somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that that's what. Uh, you know, concerns me the most about, you know, these kinds of sweeping, uh, you know, changes and uh, upgrades, if you will, to some of these laws, Uh, you know, I'm all every, I'm I'm all for everyone making as much money as they can, of course. Right. Um, But, you know, I was listening to the radio this morning out here, a talk show listening in the morning and and one of the guys comments like, well, you know, the way you, you increase the the minimum wage and the guy says, what? He says, you get a better job. (laughs) 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 And I thought, man, that's awesome. You know, and uh, I kind of like this too, where, you know, they have some quotes from some business owners, you know, and and one of them that that stuck out to me was that, well, you know, it's kind of frustrating because... uh, some of the newer managers who may take longer to get their work done, she may have to cut their base pay to make, so they make the same amount as they do now yeah. when you include the overtime. It, yeah. If, if whatever time they put in was worth X to the company yesterday, right. it is still worth X to the company today. And, Absolutely. And you know, if you were putting in Y hours to get X money, this new ruling doesn't necessarily change that 
Correct. I think it's going to have minimal impact on the, you know, it's a, it's a great soundbite and it's I was just going to say it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a good soundbite. It's yeah. awesome. Hey, we're going to, we're, we're and listening to everybody people up. that will be positively affected by this. Sure. Of I, course. I can't imagine that there's going to be a ton of people, a ton of employees negatively affected by this, except for, like you said, yeah. for the loss and flexibility. But in yeah, terms of take home pay, I don't think anybody's right. going to lose money because of this. But I don't I, I think some will make some money if if their employers were, for lack of a better term, screwing them. Then, yes, this fixes that problem. But for a lot yes. of people, it just changes the way their their boss or their employer tracks their time and perhaps creates more headache on that end. Yeah, yeah, probably does. And, and you know, I, I know I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm such a stalwart the defender of the small, the little guys, yeah, you know, the small businesses. I, I think that, you know, uh, this again kind of hurts them a little bit more. And it's kind of another example of this us versus them mentality where it's like, well, the employer is the bad guy taking advantage of these people, you know, uh, uh, on a similar bent, like, oh, the landlord is always the bad guy. You know, there are certainly bad employers. There are certainly bad landlords. But, you know, they should all be judged on their individual uh, merit, not on, uh, you know, blanket statements yeah. and laws that kind of penalize uh, folks. And, you know, a lot of the, I think a lot, and, and again, maybe I don't know as much about it, and I would love to be educated, uh, you know, more. Uh, but, it seems to me that some of these larger companies that have really focused maybe on um, finding ways to uh, manipulate the system, as uh, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but I think the small business owner, you know, guys with you know ten or less employees, I think this kind of squeezes them a little bit more, and and you know, you you just can't you can't pay somebody time and a half because they can't get the job done. In, in, right. in a, time, a certain time frame. Right. So you have to make uh, adjustments based on that. And it's yeah. just kind of one more way you have to, uh, you have to consider things. And, it, and it's just so easy to legislate, especially, um, you know, I just can't. And again, I don't know all the folks involved in making these laws, but I would certainly uh, probably hazard a guess that not, they, they don't have a lot of, uh, maybe a lot of experience running a small business probably more uh, career politicians than anything else. Well, yeah, that's right. And, and yeah. you know, a, a large business has the already is going to have the HR infrastructure to do time tracking. Right. I mean, yeah. like, let's yeah. say that they, I mean, cause I, it's possible that they could make a law. In fact, maybe it's this one, you know, where I now have to track the time of my sales guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a, mechanism in place. I don't have someone monitoring that. I don't have a, I don't have a system. I don't have the software. I mean, zero exists to track time for that company. In fact, for any of my companies, because it's not how we hire people. It's not how we do things. Sure. And no one's unhappy. Uh, you know, I want to point that out. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, nobody's looking for it like, well, man, if only we were tracking. Gosh, I put in this time and I'm not compensated. Like if that's happening and they're not telling me it's not happening. I guarantee it. Uh, you know, right, people right. will talk to me about it because that's how we work here. But if the if the government mandates that I have to do that and it could get to that point, it could. Well, now, you know, now I have to take a look at, OK, what's it going to cost me to implement that? And now what is where does that money come from? 
right? I mean, it, yeah, this is a real thing. Somewhere. I mean, yep. maybe it's minimal sure. or maybe it's not. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I look at what has happened and and this is an extreme case, but if you look at doctor's offices, right? I mean, all these regulations and legislation, and this is going back a long time. This is not anything recent, uh, right. but you know, they have to have people on staff full time that do nothing other than interface with insurance companies because of oh, all yeah, the sure. way it works. And it's, I mean, that's a huge cost, right? And yep. I know many doctors who have chosen to stop taking insurance. They, they go into, you know, what's called concierge practice where they just work directly with their patients. You pay the doctor, you know, X amount per year, 1500, two grand, 2,500 a year. And you're covered for all your normal stuff. And, and you can email your doctor anytime you want and call them anytime you want and get questions answered. Right. I mean, th- there's this whole other thing that has been forced out of that because they don't want to have to deal with it. Hopefully we don't get to that point with small business where we have to make a decision. Like, do I want to run a traditional small business and have, you know, three people just to manage the business? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that could, it, we could get there. We and, could. And, and I, like I, I said, the doctor's an extreme example, sure. but it's worth knowing how, how, where this ends up when we get there. Yeah. And I, and I guess the thing that I'm missing because because government, I mean, has made these kind of decisions. You know, uh, it's certainly not a political thing. It happens in no. every administration. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, all no. this kind of stuff. So we're not here to point that out. But what I I miss in some of these recent ones is, oftentimes uh, there would be an exemption for a, a small business, maybe fifty or less, or yeah. twenty twenty five or less employees. You know, something that gives the small business owner some breathing room. But those are just non existent now. Uh, they seem to be, nope, we're not, we're not doing that at all. Maybe we'll give you another year or so to implement things, but there is no, you know, everybody's going to do the same thing. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The only, well, I mean, I, there's, I feel like there's still some of those 50 or less things that the, the Obamacare thing is one of those where you'd aren't forced to have coverage for your employees. If it's, if you've got 50 or less. Right. Right. That's true. But, but you're right that those things do erode. Yeah. And it's and I mean, part of it is because people abuse the sure system. But, of course, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, like when you do your taxes, it's like, well, hey, man, not my rules. You know, I'm just following them and I'm finding my best path through them. So it's it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. So, yeah. And, and we'd love to hear some different sides of this, whether you're an employee or an employer. Uh, you know, let us know what you think and, and uh, you know, join the discussions and, and educate us. Tell us what we've got wrong about it and what we're missing. And, uh, you know, we'd certainly like to hear from you. Yeah. Hey, Shannon, we got some yes. shirts made up, man. I want to tell people how they can get a shirt. That's right. That's right. So we have some really nice. Uh, uh, these are red T-shirts, aren't they? They are red. And they have some good. uh Comments and uh, uh, I guess quotes. We'll put a photo up on the, mm. the website. Yeah, and uh, we have that. And how, how can you get one of these shirts? You have to come on the show and talk to us and talk to everyone else. It's that ah, simple. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. it. So come tell your story, and yeah. you know, and we'd love to hear any kind of story. Whether you have a, whether you're a business owner, or even if you work for a small business owner, that you have a a hero story to tell or a horrific story to tell oh, I like oh, heroes or horrors i yeah, like it man yeah we'd love to hear both sides and and get going in dialogue and uh uh 
you know, these are some cool t-shirts. I know the designer and, uh, you know, Dave had them printed up there and we're going to be sending some out to the folks that have been on the show before. And, uh, we'd love to get one headed your way. Very, very cool. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for, um, for finding a designer that had time in his or her schedule. I'll leave it at that. There you go. That's perfect. Yeah. That's right. Hey, and so, uh, before we go, I wanted to chat a little bit about Facebook and talk about um, different, a few different types of ads. Uh, you know, we, we do a, a significant amount of uh, advertising on Facebook, and we, you know, we have uh, different thoughts on whether you know what's what works, what doesn't. And you know, there was an article up on uh, the, uh, the Complete Business Online blog. It's CBO dot M E. And we'll post the link uh, in the show notes. And th- the article went into comparing, you know, a boosted post versus promoted post versus just an advertisement. And, you know, uh, if you haven't done any Facebook ads, you know, one of the simplest ways is if you have your company page set up, which I highly recommend you do, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, and if you post something on your page, and hopefully you have some folks that like your page and are following, uh, you know, what you post in the newsfeed. You know, Facebook used to always give you a lot of exposure for free. Right. And they don't quite do that as much anymore. Nope. Um, uh, so they give you some ways to uh, boost the exposure of a post. And if, if, you know, you create a post, very simple, you'll see a little blue button in the lower right corner that says boost this post. Uh, and they'll give you uh, all kinds of options on what kind of audience you want to target, whether you just want to target the people that already like your page, whether you want to target a certain demographic or geographic area, you can do it by zip code. You can draw, draw it on a map. I mean, it's, it's, as you can imagine, it's uh, crazy how detailed you can get the demographic on Facebook. I want to, I want to stop you there because I've done some Facebook ads and, and, and it's, I mean, it's great, but it's, it's actually either great or good or plain terrible. Yeah. And I feel like choosing the right demographic is the key yep. to whether it's going to be good, great or terrible. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. So, so do you, do you have a, tr- I mean, how do you, and I know everybody's business is different, so I, I can only glean sort of meta answers from mm-hmm. you, but I, I, I mean, I've stumbled into it a little bit with some posts where it's like, oh, this is awesome. And it did really well. And then others, it, you know, it appears to do well, but it doesn't actually bring me anything that helps my business. Yeah. Well, I think that, and, and I, I'm in total agreement with you and I've run these campaigns that have done great. And uh, I've also run them where it's like, wow, you know, yeah, a lot of people saw it, but nothing happened. And right. I, and I think that the question you have to ask yourself, and it's it sounds simple, but I always, you know, have to do it too, is what are you trying to achieve? You know, what what really do you want to have happen? Are you are you trying to get people to sign up to a newsletter? Are you? I mean, ultimately we want to make some money, right? Yeah. 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 You know, are you trying to, uh, get a better relationship with your customers? Are you trying to build likes and followers to your Facebook page? Uh, do you want them to fill out a form? Um, you know, Oh, trying to just get them to buy something with one of those posts. I I would say is the least effective thing there is. Yeah. My, my goal 
when I share or when I, when I promote a post is to get people to interact with that post, to share it to more people. I mean, it's typically Mac observer that we're doing it with. So this okay. is content that we've created, or at least a link to content that we've created. And I want people to share it with their friends. Right. So yep. that, that's, that's all I expect out of Facebook. I mean, I'd love it if it was, I could, you know, promote something and just have people shower me with money, but it's, <laughs> there's usually yeah. a couple steps in between there and that's I'm okay right. with that. You, you know? Yeah. 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 So for, for me, we, we always, or we try different things. So for running uh let, let's take tech restore, for example, if we are running a campaign where we are trying to attract educators to our EDU uh, repair program, yeah. we build a, a very different demographic than if we are trying to attract local customers to just be aware of, Hey, we're here. Uh, and you know, we, we are the people we want you to think of when you break X. Sure. Right. Uh, uh, especially for tech restore, it's really an event driven business. No matter how great of a deal I offer you on, you know, your iPad that's cracked. Well, your my you iPad's know, you not cracked. Your deal doesn't it. matter to me it, today. You or got it. Not at this moment today. <laughs> Anything, yeah. and anything's possible. Right. I'm thinking of where I teetered my iPad when I ran up to the studio yeah. here. So it's possible my iPad's cracked actually. Could and I be. might need a deal from you, but yeah, there you go. Chances yeah. are but, it's going to be three weeks from now or three yeah, months from and now. You, so what we want to have is a relationship with that person. You know, we would like them to, subscribe to our newsletter or we would like them to, you know, visit our blog or like our Facebook page so that we can be a part of their feed, if you will. And occasionally, which I think is really important, we can post information about what's going on. Like, you know, with, with tech restore, okay, what's going on in the Apple space or what's a, here's a tip on how not to break your item or whatever. Sure. And so when you do think, or when you do need us, or you have a friend, uh, you know, or your kid breaks their product, we would like that to be kind of registered away in your, uh, memory bank bank there. It's like, gosh, you know, I saw that ad and I see these things from Facebook and boom, you know, that's what we, that's what we would like. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of those are focused geographically um, for the localized stuff. And then the educational stuff is really keyword based. We're trying to find uh, educators that either belong to certain groups, which you can definitely target on, on Facebook, uh, or, uh, you know, of alumni from certain associations or, or different things like that. So you, you definitely want to uh, put a lot of time in, in that targeting and, one of the best things I'll tell you is that Facebook really does want to help you. Huh? Uh, they, they, they absolutely. Will well, yeah, that makes you. sense. They want your, right. your campaign to be successful. So you do, you spend money on the next one. That's right. And so, yeah. you know, they know, and they also want to put relevant information in front of their users. Yeah. Not a bunch of garbage because none of us wants that in our feed and they, you know, they track it very carefully and, that's one of the reasons why there's, you know, mm. billions of people use it every single day. Yeah. So you, all yeah, they you make, do, they make it addictive. It's more yeah. than they, they want it to be. They don't want crap in the feed. They want you yeah. to be addicted to your feed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Have you ever and, noticed when you, when you read Facebook, if you read an article about any topic, as soon as you return back to Facebook, the next, the very next thing you see is three articles about the same topic. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they yeah, you know, sure. this is very dynamic at the real time. It's amazing actually. Yeah. That they, They're very good they at, retar- re, yeah, at retargeting. Yeah. You know? I mean, we all know, you know, if you Google uh, refrigerators and appliances and search for that, and you don't have an ad blocker, you know, the next three weeks, you're going to see ads for refrigerators and appliances everywhere right. you go. That's right. right? Uh, you know, Facebook tries to be a little more subtle. Um, oh, but they are. I mean, yeah, but they know, yeah. they know how it's going to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if, if you're looking for help, just go to facebook.com slash business and, uh, you know, they will make themselves available. They have a great online chat, which will give you, you know, a ton of support. Really? Um, yeah, it's really oh, I good. I got to take advantage of this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, I, I have to say it's it's uh, much, much better than some other companies that, uh, you know, sell ad space on search engines and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And the other thing they do is they do local events. And so, you know, there's a, a Facebook local events all over the country where they will meet with you, sit down with you, uh, you know, they have a little seminar and then you can meet individually with, with reps and they'll look at your, your whole setup and make suggestions and, you know, work with you to fine tune your campaign. So, you know, again, they're, they're looking for it to be effective on all fronts. Uh, and like I, there's a event here out in the Bay area in Pleasanton on Friday. And one of, one of our, uh, people are, you know, will be attending that. And I highly recommend that if you, or before you start spending money, you know, visit facebook.com slash business, educate, you know, look at some of the tutorials and then, you know, sign up for one of these free events when they come, uh, near you and really jump in and, and immerse yourself before you start tweaking. And, uh, even with a small budget, you can, you, you'd be surprised. You can have a pretty uh, substantial impact, but you need some guidance. And, yeah, and they're de- they're definitely there to uh, to help out, and and we'll post these links here for you in the show notes. And so, if you're listening to this, jump on the website at businessshow.co, um, find this episode 67 up there, and we will uh, give you some links that you can check out. Very cool. Yeah, oh man, uh, th- th- I actually learned a ton today. This I'm I'm so glad I came and and listened to this show. Hey, come anytime. Thanks, man. In fact, come every single time, please. Please. That's right. Every every week, please. Every week, please. Yeah. And hey, next week's going to be awesome because, you know, we're going to talk about the IRS. (laughs) Oh, I love that topic. That's that's one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 So if if you've ever had any uh, interaction with the IRS, positive or negative, you know, tell us about it and and, and listen in on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about some ways to, to deal with IRS uh, problems and maybe turn them into opportunities and how to get them on your side. Yeah, it is possible to get the IRS on your side. I'll tell you it my is. story next week about awesome. um, my successful path through an, a personal tax audit. Well, it was a business tax audit, actually, but it was nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. can, you know, it can be an OK thing. I agree. Uh, yeah. If we have time, we'll, we'll also talk about the sales tax uh, folks, too. They're they're pretty exciting to deal with. So. <sighs> And maybe franchise uh, tax folks, but then if we do that, then the show has to be explicit, Shannon. There we go. That's, uh, awesome. Feed, feedback at businessshow.co. Give us a call or a text to 401-472-4249. Thanks so much for listening, folks. We will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.